Right, what nonsense so are you going to say to start the FA this week? All of a sudden, oh. all of a sudden, as if by lightning, I said Shazam in a joking cadence. And I was a hero for the ages. Magical born was I. Captain Marvel. No, Shazam! Not Captain Marvel. With the power to beat Black Adam, an anti-hero, again, Racist. for the ages. How do you know? What, why are you calling him Black Adam? Because just his name is just Adam. Adam. It's not Adam. Why are you just Adam? Because Adam could be the bloke you're sharing a flat share with, as opposed to an evil supervillain. He just happens to be black, and you're just... He's not black! He's played by The Rock. The Rock is black. No, he's not played by The Rock he's... yet. You're talking future tense. You're some sort of spaceman from the future. Whereas I am a man from the past. Welcome to Crit Apocalypse. Welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 33? Sure, why not? That's <laughs> probably right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to Crit Apocalypse. And please give us an introduction because you so rarely do it. Um, it's Crit Apocalypse. We review anything we've been doing for the last two weeks. Films, games, TVs, whatnot. Who cares? Um, and we take turns reviewing four things each. Tell me what your thoughts are on Sherbert. I love sherbet, man. Don't really? What kind's your favourite? Sherbet's only one type of sherbet. Sherbet's no, very specific. There's sherbet lemon. Sherbet red. That's the same <laughs> this thing. It's Sherbet is a raspberry and lemon mix. Uh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Sugar. No, come on, because l- lemon yeah. is like an existing flavour of sherbet. No, that's, that's nonsense. Did you ever take a dib dab? dab Did you ever take a dib dab? Eat the licorice and then try and just eat the dib sherbet. Dib dabs didn't slowly. have a licorice. Dib dabs had a chalky stick. Oh, what was the one with the licorice? Sherbet dip had the Sherbet licorice. dip. Did you ever yeah. take a sherbet dip? You open it up, you eat the licorice, and then you try and pour the sherbet in your mouth yeah. slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all came in. It was awful. You went, that's what you meant to do. <laughs> and then my dad beat me. <laughs> okay. My uncle touched me. Ah. So anyway, welcome to Critter Box. <laughs> episode 33. We were just playing rock band. I'm allowed to be hyped up. I was right. a rock star ever so briefly. I shone we in the played sky, it in the meantime by Space Hog. No, we didn't. Yes, we, we did. That's the song Rick we played Astley, last. Never gonna give you up. No, we played half of Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up. We're no strangers to love. Yeah. Anyway, you know the rules. Should so I review a thing? I'm Rick Rolling this bitch. Yeah. Should I do a thing? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay. So. First review this week is going to be for a small game that was made for a charity game dram to help fight um, Ebola. Call of Duty Free. No. It's called Princess Remedy in a World of Hurt. Yes. Yeah. It's basically a like a ZX Spectrum looking RPG game. Okay, like um, adventure. Yeah, sort of. You sort of go around doing your bits and bobs. You go from village to village helping people and you gain hearts to give you access to new areas. Okay. Um, and the way you do your battles are you got someone, they're ill, and yep. their illnesses can range from anything from, you know, having a bit of a sniffle. Um, Diphtheria. You've got an ingrown toenail. Cancer. One character's face has melted. He needs help with it. Acid attack. Yeah. Um, and what you do is it turns into a sort of side-on shoot-em-up thing. Where you're firing pills and syringes at viruses. Like Predator. To street defeat them, not like Predator. On the NES. From it's 1989. like if Dr. Mario was turned into our type. Dr. Maru's Island. <laughs> but um, it's a really cool little free-to-play game. It's a free download. Is it on Android? Um, no, I think it's only on PC. Oh, okay. But they did it as like one of those game jam things. There was like a game jam thing for charity. Yeah, and they did that, and um, the game's free, but they like tell you to go, you know, donate money to whatever. They were planning to do um, a thing with Steam trading cards, where you could like, if anyone who sold the cards would give the money to charity. But Steam cool. had some really awkward thing in there because it's a free game, and there's no in-app transactions. They couldn't do Steam cards. What? Yeah, you can't have so Steam cards on free games. They're not encouraging people to generate revenue from a non on um, revenue on free-to-play games on Steam. You have to spend five pounds to unlock Steam cards. 
That seems ridiculous. Yeah, so every £5 you spend, you unlock a Steam card. But because it's a free game, and they didn't want to do that, they wanted to have it just regular unlocks, Steam wouldn't allow it. I have a bunch of Steam cards, but I've never mm. spent any money on there. No. I always buy Humble Bundles. No, I got the Christmas butt cards. It was quite good. I did the, I'd done it twice. Oh, really? Yeah, I managed to match them up twice. Oh. But, um, yeah, Princess Remedy in the World Hurts really cool. The ZX Spectrum style's not 100% accurate ZX Spectrum, but then no. they never are. It's always sort of like the memory of what they look like. The thing is that I, I miss the scrolling load. Scrolling, well, they'll, yeah, where you, no, where you changed, you know, when you change screen and there'd be one half of the screen, it'd, it'd slightly be ahead of the other half, where oh. it like transfers over. Yeah, like... Yeah, I love my old Spectrum. I need to get a new one. Well, an old one, but I need to get myself one. They do a new one. They did the Vega, but it's a bit rubbish. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right, you had it, on Like, it's really... Stuff. Don't buy that shit. It's really awkward to play, because you've got oh. only four buttons and the D-pad, but most games weren't designed to play like that. How dare they? Can Especially you play Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's got an on-screen keyboard that comes up. Oh, And the, the worst. Um, the only output on it is composite. Which, I know the games are like old and low resolution, but when you put a composite signal into a HDTV and blow it up to full screen... It looks awful. Yeah, it's going to be fuzzy as fuck. It's going to look like... Component, look, at least. It's going to look like, like your blind uncle lost his glasses. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Princess Remedy in the World of Hurt's worth it. It's free, so you can't complain. It absolutely sounds it's lovely. And I endorse it. I've not even played it. It's got nice graphics. Grayfix. Grayfix. It's got the nice grayfix. It's got at least four dots. Yeah. Yeah, it's got... Well, it's probably... Uh, well, it's going to have like 8x8 eight eight dots per raster. What? Um, oh my god, 64 dots! So we're talking about 256 over the course of the whole screen. What? But oh my god! <laughs> it's a- You just blew my mind! I know. You're literally going to have to clean your wall. My mind is exploded. I don't think that's your mind. <laughs> On to your review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't handle this podcast. Homoerotic undertones going on over here. Uh, Sorry, my mouth's full. <laughs> so is my anus, which is why I'm not talking as much shit as I usually do. Um, so anyway, my first review this week is The Hateful Eight. Oh, we got to start off with Hateful Eight. Quentin Tarantino's new movie. You better have something that can top this later. I do. Okay. Do Bayonetta. Um, anyway, The Hateful Eight is the eighth, eighth film, film by Quentin Tarantino. The title. Yes. The eighth film by Quentin Tarantino. And Technically the ninth if you count his work on forums. He directed no, 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 one no. part of forums. <laughs> well, it's technically his ninth if you include Kill Bill 1 and 2 as separate films. But no one yeah, does. Yeah, no one does. So um, but in, Well, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory. I'm going to tell you now. I'm not going to tell you the ending. I'm not going to tell you anything. Because Ant hasn't seen it yet. So it would be unfair for me to reveal that to you. Um, what I will say is it is a fantastically directed film on a very small scale. Um, yeah. I recently watched... Uh, a bunch of reviews about it I, I was trying to really quantify what I was feeling about it I don't normally do that with other people's opinions cementing my own but I was looking for words that really um, associated with my opinion of it and I went to see this with Tara my girlfriend and um, and she also enjoyed it very much one of the things that I wasn't expecting was the humour often Quentin Tarantino has speckles of humour to add levity to moments of intense action yeah. and violence in this say uh, what one more time motherfucker yeah yeah <laughs> Um, oh god <laughs> English motherfucker dude. why would you have your finger on the trigger um, but no in regards to the actual film itself there's a lot of humour um, one character is, is the comic relief it's Tim Roth yeah. he has a very spiffing attitude to everything so when someone asks him a question in this, in this western drawl he says like, indubitably <laughs> of course yes well uh, let's go see Tim Roth again what do I have in my bag well of course I've got the orders <laughs> let me just go get them for you and it's all that hmm. until obviously 
until it gets later on in the film. Not going to spoil it. Just not going to talk about the Shit ending. goes down. But um, in regards to the film, it's very low-key. It's very small compared to his other films. Like Django Unchained had this giant sprawling world. You obviously had these magnificent characters. I mean, the thing that I didn't like about Django Unchained, as interesting as Django was... People around him were so much more interesting. Oh yeah, Calvin Candy. Uh, Calvin Candy was one of the one my favorite racist creations ever. <laughs> of. Well, I'd say Samuel Jackson. That film was my favorite racist, mm-hmm. self-hating black person. Was yeah. Very interesting. I mean, how brave do you have to be to make a film about a black person in the slavery times being a slaver? <laughs> Not only being a slaver, but also being an asshole to black people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. Um, but um, also, uh, often, often uh, in Quentin Tarantino films, he brings out the best. But uh, Christoph Waltz. Christopher Waltz is fantastic in uh, Django Unchained and in Glorious Bastards but that goes without saying everybody knows that um, but The Hateful Eight it's a very low key very small film Kurt Russell's back Jennifer Jason Lee, we haven't seen her in a big role in a little while I mean Piranha 3D was the last time I saw her was that her? that's a fucking classic film was that her in that? yeah it was, was it? wasn't it? I, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> maybe um, but I mean before that I remember there was the girl from Fast Time at Ridgemont High hells yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what, I love that film yeah it's a great film um, but she's fantastic in it. Again, a lot of humour from her. Um, Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins. Is, is Walton Goggins. Is it Walter? I thought it was Walter. Walton. Oh, Walton Goggins. Yeah. He is coming back from that atrocious... Well, not atrocious. It's I, the Walton He's back from American, American <sighs> Ultra. He's He's got a role that's a little bit more than just, you know, action... Blah blah blah, plot, plot device. He's He's uh, got his own characteristics. He's got his own character to him. Um... Samuel Jackson's in it again. He's he's sort of our hero, kind of, sort of. He's great in it. I like him. Um, but everything, everything in there, it just it's all leading to a point. And what happens at the end doesn't really no, feel like the point that I was there. expecting. No, was it? Uh, the point was about two thousand and seven, wasn't it? And it wasn't it. Was it her? No, I don't know. I was looking through the credits for oh. Jennifer Jason Lee, see what she's, she's been doing. No, no, she's it might be not have been Twin her. Peaks series, isn't she? Yeah, she is. Um, it might not have been her. I'm trying to think. This very, sort of looks very similar. Um, oh, it's the girl from uh, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? What's her name? Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. It was Elizabeth Shue. And, and uh, Adam... Adam... I need to watch... Scott. Piranha 3D again, because that film's fucking hilarious. I kind of love Adam Scott. <laughs> not in a gay way just in a hey man I wanted to say that you're looking okay man yeah well I can't a heterosexual guy tell a heterosexual guy that he thinks he's looking fine not all the time obviously just oh yeah Kelly Brook was in it as well yeah wasn't she? she was yeah um, but anyway uh, in regards to The Hateful Eight it's a very strong movie the ending is a little bit jarring I think that Quentin Tarantino um, needs to be told that he has to make a PG film one day yeah I still want to see him make a kids film I don't I think we figured Robert Rodriguez amazing. did that once twice yeah, three times a lady hilarious uh, but anyway, no, I no, think he's he... done more than three kids' films. What Rodriguez has. Yeah, yeah. You're forgetting like the adventures of Sharp Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, seven. <laughs> um, in regards to um, the movie itself, it's fantastic. I loved it. Um, I hadn't, I haven't seen it in seventy millimeter though. No, it's in thirty five. I don't think you can around it anywhere. You no, you can. London Is it actually shown in seventy yeah. mil? Are they do in the, the fake IMAX bollocks. No, 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 you get the book and everything. It's all seventy millimeter mm. presentation. It's a roadshow sort of thing. Should have um, gone. But my god, the sound. Yeah. Yeah, it's Eno, Enio. Enio Morricone. Yep, he's back in it. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, ugh, I, I can't say enough. I was a fan of Quentin Tarantino before. I don't like the man. I love the films. I have to separate the two. You because... don't like the foot fetish. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have no, I have no problem with sexual preference. That's none of my business. It's just the man himself, as he presents himself to the public, it's not what I need from a director. You know how Steven Spielberg, you know Steven Spielberg is Steven Spielberg, but you don't really know that much about him outside of that? 
Yeah. Like, you don't need to, but he's Quentin Tarantino is... He's an enigmatic... He's not got much charisma, but he's enigmatic. enigmatic. I don't know what yeah. that... He, he's got followers, but it doesn't have charisma to me. Um, and he's just one of those people that I... Uh, as a public figure... He, he's probably a fantastically intelligent person, but he lacks something when it comes to interacting with the public. But that... <laughs> You're talking about the time when someone tried to film him and he just started swearing at him and kicking the camera around. It's, it's more <laughs> the fact that he tries to emulate people around him. Hmm. He tries to take on their mannerisms and their language, and you can see it in a lot of interviews, and it's a strange way of doing things. But again, he is a genius. Hmm. He makes films that I want to see. He makes films that we could have in the 70s or we could have now, and they would just be made in different film formats, and that's kind of the only difference we'd have. Yeah. You know what I mean? He sticks to older formats as well. Yeah. The form, well the He's all film. Material. Yeah. I mean, film's great, so it always looks better. <laughs> well, I mean, it I looks better. Saying, yeah, it looks it, it looks better, but I mean, like it's people keep going be... about the treatments they use. Oh, I use different things to digital to make it look better, and it's very rare digital looks. I mean, you can make a shot look amazing, but mm. it's never going to look as rich as film. It's just the form. I think that that's opinion it. because I've seen things that I think look great that weren't shot on film, that are digital. It still look great. It's just a case of if it was shot on film, it would look better. Color, skin tones, and stuff like that come out so much better on film. I don't know. In the I dark. Don't I, don't I don't have an opinion on that just this moment. I have watched the Keanu Reeves documentary all about film, and that's fantastic as well. Mm. But anyway, uh, The Hateful Eight, I'll give it a solid... Brendan Fraser in the 90s. Mm. Just below Tom Atkins. A mm. couple of notches below Tom Atkins. It's not his best work. Django Unchained is still very fresh in my mouth, and it's one of my... Fresh in your mouth. I'm always 50-50 split between Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown is my favourite Tarantino Jackie films. Brown's probably my all-time favourite for dialogue. Yeah, Jackie Brown's um, fucking then, amazing. People who hate that film are dicks. My problem is I go <laughs> I go Jackie Brown, then I go um, Inglourious Bastards, Jango Unchained. I'm not a big fan of Inglourious Bastards. I'm a fan of half of Infl- Inglourious Bastards. Inglourious Bastards is probably one of, my, one of my favourite films of the last 10 years. It's a bunch of really great... There's a really great story in there, but then Brad Pitt and his gang come along. No, there are fantastic characters. There is some of the finest dialogue you've ever seen written by anyone who isn't a, a classical author writing a play. Mm. The interactions in the bar, under the stairs, in the basement of that house. Mm. Brilliant. That's the kind of stuff that should win Oscars. That scene alone should have got Michael Fassbender a nomination. Yeah. Speaking of nominations. Which one of us picked one of the most coveted films of the year to get Oscar nominations? You? Yeah, I believe that my pick of the year was Mad Max. What was mine? Fury Road. Yours was the um, the Final Girls. How many Oscar nominations did the Final Girls get? <laughs> was it really the Final Girls? Yeah, you said the Final Girls. Oh shit! Well, I was ho- I was reaching for the stars, buddy. Yeah, I went for Mad Max. If... Ten Oscar nominations for Mad Max. If only I'd said the Revenant. No acting ones though, <laughs> so, which I think is a bit unfair because I think Charlie Swan was pretty awesome in that. Okay, movie. let's let's be honest. What's unfair is the fact that it seems to be that that. Uh, the Oscars are racist. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, there is that. I mean, of course they are. Like, it's the Oscars. It shouldn't be accepted. <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed that Idris Elba's accent in Beast of No Nation Yeah, is but did Beast, well, Beast of No Nation had, did have a qualifying run, though, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. They did actually put it out there. It's just they didn't grease the palms. They didn't do the... You know how, like, yeah. there are certain studios you go to if you want to make an Oscar pick? I feel like there's a lot of There wasn't really subsidies. many films about race this past year, and that's pretty much the only chance any black actors have. Straight Out Compton would be up there, but 
I just haven't seen that. I don't know how good it is. So. Straight out of Compton, Samuel Jackson, The Hateful Way. You've got Idris Elba, mm. Beast of No Nation. You've got Tangerine, which is a fantastic film. Oh, yeah, that's that if one Spanish, shot on iPhone, wasn't it? Just anyone of any race other than fucking pale as shit yeah. would have been nice. Couldn't Oscar Isaacs get one for Rex Machina? It's fucking amazing in that film. I think he's an honorary he's white hilarious. guy He's hilarious. He tears up that fucking dance floor. No, actually, um, <laughs> if I was going to give anyone um, an Oscar for that film, it probably would be Brendan Gleeson. Donald Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson's like 60 years old. He's the old. guy, yeah, no. Yeah, I he's the one who threw himself off the building in, in Bruges. Yeah, great film. Spoilers. Fantastic. Has possibly the first realistic depiction of what a body looks like after it falls off a building. Squished. Yeah. Still partially alive. Yeah. Squished. Insides on the outsides. Yep. It's inside out. It's like a glove yeah. that you've put your hand in and then taken your hand out but not corrected before putting it in your pocket. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Oscars have been pretty white this year. Yeah, they are. It's pretty disappointing, isn't it? I love that Creed and Straight Outta Compton are probably the two biggest Creed black. Creed is incredible! Black cast films. Oh, and don't... only white people from those films got nominated. Oh, I'm such a fucking massive fan of that film. I that, still need to see it. That series. Um, I'm I've still seen see Rocky Balboa though. I'm like years mm, out of date with that. Yeah, Rocky Balboa is fantastic as well. Yeah. Rocky Balboa is really good. Because I watched Rambo. I've got Rambo. <laughs> Rambo's great as well. I love Rambo. There was like a very brief time when we were going through Sylvester's. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see the end of it. It just no. went bad. <laughs> the Expendables came out. Because we had we had Rambo, Rocky Balboa, and then the Expendables. Two yeah, years Expendables later. was shite. Pretty fucking horrendous. I think like the I don't know. The I second like the one idea has moments. The second one has a serious film going on underneath yeah. it. And the third Have one, as a PG-13 movie, it's quite a decent PG-13 action As a PG-13 movie, if you were to just show me the scenes starring it's got um, some Antonio Banderas, yeah. yeah, I'd be happy. I'd and, watch it, I'd pay um, money. Him and Ronda Rousey. Oh my God, that's a great fight. Yeah. Those two, for some reason, have chemistry. Yeah, I quite liked... Um, What's the guy in that, the new young guy? The Kevin one who was, yeah, I quite thought he was quite insane as an action hero. I didn't. In that. He has a really weird looking face. Yeah, but he looks he has like a demon a, face. He looks like he could play a young Wolverine. I he think. looks like someone from that other demons after they got possessed. Yeah, he has a super pointy, small, focused face. Yeah, tiny face. He's got a laser face. Curse you, God, for making him this way. <laughs> um, that's a very obscure reference to <laughs> yeah. freaking Stuart yeah. and Herring. Oh Ian my Herring. god, tiny dancing. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> my next review. Yeah, go for it. What was my? I had four things in my head. Yeah, go go for it. Go. You've wiped them out of my head. Shit. <laughs> okay, Wipe I out. have been playing recently quite a lot of Star Wars: The Old Republic. I thought I'd give it a little look back, see what it's like, because I played it on free to play ages ago, uh, ages, um, oh. and I didn't have much fun with it on free to play. I got to level ten and got bored with my character Casey. Was that the cat? Yeah, no, no, 10 was just like the point where your MXP starts getting limited and all the fun goes. What's MXP? Your XP. Your XP. Oh, Experience points. Wait, was it, does it have a midichlorian count? No, there's no such thing as midichlorians in Star Wars. Um, but yeah, it's like the free-to-play version of the Old Republic is just terrible because it's like they've just taken away stuff, they've carved away parts of the game and gone, you know, suck it, pay us or not. Um, but I haven't played it for ages. One of my mates has been playing it, good old Cardinal Smith on Twitter and YouTube's. He's been playing it and Twitter. What rank in the military is Cardinal? Um, I don't know. It's, I think that's a naval thing, isn't it? No, you have to be a paladin. Yeah, paladin. Or God. a monk. And then you but, become um, a cardinal. Yeah, I brought like the one month on it and logged back in. And apparently, if you've got an account on the Old Republic, mm-hmm. every month they'll give you 100 cartel points, which is the premium currency. Um, 
I haven't played it for two years, so I had 2,400 cartel points. Do they take those away from you after no. you've... No, they just sit there so on your account. it's not kill. like the real cartel. No. Um, and when I bought the Freeman, they gave me another 500. So I've got plenty of cartel coins now to buy myself some speeder bikes and whatnot. Um, and as a subscriber, it's a really solid RPG. Like, you can ignore other players all you want on that, and you'd have a really good old Knights of the Old Republic game. Like, a single-player RPG that you could play through. Because um, it literally plays out like the old Knights of the Old Republic... Um, there's loads of planets you can go to and most of them you won't even touch in the story mode but every class has their own story Moss Esley yeah you can go to Moss Esley it's on Tatooine you can go to Hoth you can go to Narshadar you can go to all of them can I go to Mars? no Mars isn't in that galaxy the Star Wars is a galaxy miles away it's like a different galaxy space distance is measured in yeah. light years did you notice that Gardens of the Galaxy doesn't take place in the Milky Way it takes place in Andromeda weird yeah. that <laughs> you but know yeah. what? The, the problem with the Milky Way is that it's a very small chocolate bar. Yeah, it's very light though, so you can have one before dinner, which I believe is an. And the thing day. is, they're always on you. The Milky Bars. What? The Milky Bars are always on. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Old Republic. <laughs> if you're subscribing to it, I think it's a really good MMO. Can you be Luke? No, but you can, can you be, be a Han? Jedi of your choice. <laughs> can you be um, Tiffany? Tiffany, Tiffany, the famous. You can be a smuggler, <laughs> but there's <laughs> there's eight different. You can call yourself Tiffany if you want. My Jedi is called Tipakal Goth. Ah, oh, I'd be Gem, but I wouldn't have the holograms. No. I feel but, um, like they were you have a holograms. You have the little hologram group. recorder thing. They were a mismanaged group of ragtag um, bitches. Every class in the game, yep, all eight classes, they have their own unique storyline to play through. So it's not like World of Warcraft where there's just like follow the quest and there's a vague storyline. Yep. You go into the dialogue, you have the cutscenes, you have the voices, you have the options to choose, you have light and dark side points and all that sort of stuff. Um, you have like, everyone has their own set of companions, there's bonus companions you can get, some of them have like missions attached to them and whatnot. Jar Jar Binks? No, no, there's no Gungans as far as I'm aware, anywhere in the game. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, you can't play as a Gungan, that's for sure. Do you know what George Lucas once said, if we can get Jar Jar right, hmm. this trilogy writes itself. Yeah, it works, it just works. It's... it's, it's it's like poetry, it rhymes. Every He's like scene, gonna go in that room now. Every scene is so dense, there's so much going on. You know, okay, alright, can I ask you a question? What do you think about the theory that Jar Jar was a Sith Lord? If you watch Phantom Menace, you can see tiny little things that make you think yeah, maybe. Do you also but think at yourself- the same time, nah, that'd be stupid. <laughs> do, you, do you not think <laughs> yourself like here are a bunch of straws? And yeah, you were grasping, at grasping at But the them. thing is, as much as I think it's stupid, I wouldn't have put it past George Lucas at the time. Because, you know, like, okay, so here's my thinking, because I thought that, and I was mocking this mocking this idea for quite a while, mm. and then I thought to myself, well, <sighs> let's think about the way that George Lucas portrays races in his films. So, you've got the Jewish Do you think George, Jar Jar Binks would have been all like, you was gonna die, Bumbaclat? <laughs> well... So you look at you look at some. Well, like, Guan Jedi's Watto was clearly Jewish. Yep, Jewish yeah. skeevy, skeevy dealer. He and this is Annie. <laughs> I don't speak in Jedi. Only speak in money. Jedi mind tricks don't work on Nubians. So Nubians, holy fuck! I just realized that's his race. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he's a black Jew. Oh fucking hell! So, George Lucas was a racist. He's a diversity double whammy. He's a super racist. <laughs> yeah. And 
Oh, Jesus. So, Gungans were based on black people. They're sort of like Rastafarian Jamaican types, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, he specifically hired a you black... You also think we are going to die? He... Is it true that he was involved in the casting of the person who did the voice of Jar Jar? Best, yeah. So, he picked he picked on purpose a black actor for their yeah. role. Yeah. Have you seen that amazing um, video where it shows them shooting the um, Attack of the Clones fight sequence in the yeah. arena? And it's just all the actors... Yeah. Swinging sticks. And they've clearly got no direction. Like, they clearly it's haven't been just, told what to swing at. It's just my, my problem, my problem with George Lucas as a director is that he, in the 80s. He has ideas. They're not good. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. In the 80s, the he got away with Indiana Jones because he said it in a, in a. Well, he got away with Indiana Jones because Spielberg directed Racing. Yeah, but he <laughs> set it in the 50s. So when he was like, oh, and then there's a bunch of tribes people that came in after you. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, it's the 50s. It's sort of a pulpy action like sold Serious, just yeah. white slavers. Yeah. <laughs> his neck is a scrotum now. It's like a super smooth scrotum. It's not that his neck is a scrotum. It's actually where he houses all his racism. That's why it's mm. increasing in size. He hasn't been able to let it out for a while. No, yeah. He, he went and made it. that Red Tails film. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the most important race. Well done to him for not making a racist film, but at the same time, that film was shit. This is a film, this is the first film, well, he said something racist he about it. He didn't direct like, it, allegedly. He was, this is the first film about Black Patterson, and I feel like it's the most important one if we get Jar Jar right in this movie. Yeah, Jar Jar right in this movie, yeah. <laughs> These are gonna fly the F-14 anyway, now! <laughs> the Old Republic, um, if you have played, um, World of Warcraft, <laughs> Then it fits right in. Misa never gonna forget you, Tyro. Yeah. <laughs> it's very familiar for Warcraft players. Like I'm playing as a Jedi Guardian. I'm tanking, and it feels exactly like playing a warrior. Um, I came across one of Yoda's race who doesn't speak all funny. So apparently Yoda was just mental. <laughs> he was based on he was based on a Chinese person. No, the um, what was it? Newt Gunray was. Don't do this, Annie. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, my God. But at the same time, I suppose you could say that Jedi is just racist against white, boring dudes. You can't be racist against a majority. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> Jesus fucking You can Christ. be racist against boring twats, though. <laughs> is that you a way to Because they come in all colours. Ah, oh, true. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> what about the British? <laughs> we are fucking cunts. What if he's racist against British people? Well, I think... All the Jedi are British. No one's got an American accent in the Jedi Order. That's because we're just better than everyone yeah, else? True. Yeah, we've really got to make these Jedis right. My favourite bit. the Jedis right? <laughs> Revenge of the Sith has two good scenes yep. in the whole film. No. But my favourite scene in the entirety of the prequel trilogies is in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. When they go into the bar... And the Death guy sticks. tries to send sticks. <laughs> you are going to rethink your life. Do you know what that guy's pet name is? What? I only found this out recently. I only, I can only remember his last name. Is it Stick Dealer? Fucking. This is the worst. This is thanks to um, We Hate Movies podcast. I, I wouldn't remember this if I hadn't recently listened to their Attack of the Clones. But can you guess what their last, me- the last name of that character The character? Is? No, no idea. God, just think of the worst possible name for someone selling drugs. I don't know. Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> Sleaze Bagano. <laughs> oh, Lucas. George Lucas wrote that script in fucking crayon, and he only used the black one. Because <laughs> oh. the rest of them, he didn't want to punish them for them. He used yellow crayon every now and again. <laughs> yeah. 
I knew I'm writing. Oh, honey. No. Egg fried rice. <laughs> he is a cunt. He actually called, he said, I wish I hadn't sold episode, I wish I hadn't sold Yeah, he sold said he sold it, sold. it felt like he sold his child to white slavers. I'm sorry that a character was fucking black in your movies. <laughs> and wasn't going, oh, means I'm gonna write the shit There was now. the one bit where he was all like, um, basically playing Kevin Hart for a second, shouting in Captain Phasma's face. You know, the bit where he's all like, oh, what you gonna do now? What you gonna do now? Oh, yeah, that, that was, was a bit awful. Odd. That was weird. But at the same time, he's like, also went, do you have a girl, a boyfriend, a cute boyfriend, <laughs> which I think is the most out of place oh. line ever in a Star Wars film. Saying that, I, to be honest, if I was single and running away from my life and I thought I was going to die any second, I would probably try and, you know, yeah. Try, I wouldn't try I would to bone say, down. I would try to at I least still make say he's a gay. mental connection. But, um, he's not gay. He's, <laughs> he's way into, way into I think, riding. do you have a boyfriend, a cute boyfriend, might become one of my favourite lines in all the Star Wars. It's up there with, that's not impossible, I used to bullseye wine practice my T16 back home on Tatooine, they can't be bigger than a metre, metre and a half. My favourite is rolling, <laughs> rolling's a good trick. I'll try rolling, that's, yeah, I'll try spinning, that's a good trick. Yeah, when, but no, 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 you're, you're, you're way too earning meta, you've yeah. got to remember, we've got to deliver this like Carl Jake Smith Lloyd. is playing on um, Old Republic Online, there's like fight, space fights, yeah. kind of plays a bit like Star Fox, and yeah. I told him to try spinning, it's a good trick. Turns out you can barrel roll in that game. Oh, wow, so that's <laughs> yeah. a new trick. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how when I was playing it the other day, but yeah, there's space fights in it. You know what, right, there was a film that I saw called... Uh, it, it's like 24 days and nights. What is the film about abortion? Vera Drake. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Vera Drake, yeah. I saw Vera Drake. That's and, a fun uh, film. It's a fantastic movie. Incredibly harrowing. I kind of wish that was the prequel to Star Wars Episode One, but it was all Anakin's mum. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll do, laugh do you, you know didn't how, expect that, did, did you? Did you know how Shmish Mike Skywalker got pregnant? How? Not the same way everyone else did. Um, did Emperor Palpatine... Yeah. And Darth Tyrannus, his master, um, wanted to create the perfect Sith Lord. So they basically sent their Sith force waves into the galaxy to try to create life. So they raped him. Basically, long distance rape. No, 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 no. You know how, like, okay, so George Lucas is a repressed man. Clearly, he doesn't understand sexuality and he has his issues associating himself with other human beings because that's what they are. They're not coloured people. They're human beings. And he has his problems associating with them. It, it is safe to assume that when he said this baby was created from the Force, what he actually meant was he fucked her, and he's unable to say that. So when he's saying they transferred their Force over thousands of galaxies, no, what they did was they went travelling around on an international ho-riding trip in their fucking convertible. It's like well, they a didn't 1967 want to admit it. convertible. They to get out of had a pop-down... convertible from American graffiti. Yeah, riding through space. <laughs> and they pulled up, they were like, yo... What's this place? Wait, Tattoo first in. they hit the button to make the hydraulics go off. Yeah, what they said? They, they, <laughs> they, they just going, "Mummy, mummy." What's what's mummy, mummy? What's what's uh, what's Anakin's mom's name? Shmi. Shmi. So it's just imagine, a name. It's a sound. Yeah. Okay. So imagine <laughs> they pull up to Tattoo in and they go, "Yo, baby, what planet are we on?" And she's like, she's like Tattoo in. It's like I'm gonna tap you in. Ha ha ha. Yo, girl, come in the car. I'll tap you your in. <laughs> Yeah! Galaxy wide trip! And they just dump her off in an alleyway somewhere, and then she has Anakin. Oh. She's like, oh, listen, no, I didn't have sex with a wrinkly bull sack that kind of looks like a human being. No, I had sex with a man. The Mary Lie. I had sex with a man <laughs> through space. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was like an angel. Do you think George Lucas thinks he's had kids through magic, midichlorian powers, or do you think that his wife's just cheating on him? Cheating on him. Who would want to sleep his with His son George is in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. He's the one, you know when Bail Organa's like gone to the Jedi no. Temple? No, these names mean Oh, you haven't nothing. seen the film, have you? Shit. No. Um, there's a bit of Bail Organa, played by Jimmy Smits, has gone yep. to the Jedi Temple. Wait, Jimmy Smits, you mean yes. Han Solo 2.0? Yeah, but he's like, He's like, oh shit, there's clone troopers shooting everything. And this young Jedi comes out to save him. Yeah. And that young Jedi is George Lucas's son. He gets shot point blank in the head. Like, his son gets shot straight in the face. Do you think George Lucas didn't want to have kids? I don't know. Probably. (laughs) Probably not. But anyway, that's enough about that. I was talking about the Old Republic. You are gone. (laughs) It's a good game. If you subscribe. If you don't subscribe, it's absolute bollocks. It's the worst game. But for $8.99 a month. And to be honest, it's the sort of game where I think I'll just like probably pay ninety nine once every few months and just go back to. I'll give him a quid. Um, and Take to be honest, the story mode it does feel a lot like the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic. So you've got effectively eight Knights of the Old Republics to play through, and it is a full game. You've got companions, you've got side quests, you've got missions, you go to different places. Uh, missions aren't shared between classes, so it's a pretty big game. For like the eight ninety nine in a month, you could probably play through a fair old chunk of it in one month. Really? And have your fun. That's not bad. That's pretty bad. There is um a bunch of extra stuff you can buy if you want to like buy flashy bits and bobs. Um and if you are on the free to play, you can buy some extra stuff to help you, but there's not much to get around the whole XP grind other than buying the XP boost. Which you do get as rewards every now and again, which is quite good. Counter argument. Would you say that people's money would be better spent on something like Elder Scrolls Online or um mm. The Secret World? Secret World's quite good. Yeah. Under pay to play. Hmm. Well, they're just like straight up, you buy the game, don't you? And yes. Yeah. Then you play for free. Yeah. I think they should follow, they should, the best one, I think, for free to play is DC Universe Online, as far as a model goes. Yeah, because that's completely free. Yeah. And yeah, you, if you, if you really want to unlock stuff, spend five quid and you've basically got access to almost everything. Yeah. If you're hardcore and you want to play the PvP modes and stuff. Yeah. Then yeah, subscribe. But other than that, DC Universe is the model that I it's think it's follow. It's very good, but it's very bland. I like DC Universe. I though. like it, but it's just it feels. My like superhero stuck is in that called one. York Morgan. Mine was called Runs Fast. Runs Fast. The latest speedster to face <laughs> the Flash. <laughs> and then I had gadgets. My hard. God, was a speedster. I had gadgets hard. He was Batman. And then I had <laughs> gadgets hard. And then I had Super Pimp. Oh. <laughs> you Superman. I had Ty. I York Morgan, and I try. I want. I made um, Ty look well. But anyway, you review you a thing. No, Tyler Wells, that guy from that Adam West played in that pilot for a TV show where he's the crime writer who thinks he's an honorary police officer. Community, you've got to watch that. Anyway, you review right, a okay, thing. One second, let me just quickly find my my notes on my telephone device. My next review is going to be for Pokemon Alpha, uh, Alpha Sapphire. Oh. Alpha Sapphire. Um, I haven't played Pokemon in five years. Reveal. Boom. Blue Minds. Uh, it's I don't really... like that. That's racist. Why haven't you played Pokemon in five years? Well, I haven't played Pokemon in five years because I'm a 27-year-old man. From the age of 22 to 27, I was That's particularly busy getting drunk and doing drugs. Oh. Right now, though, I've got new things to, to mock... What? It's the best time to play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> we drink. Come on, you fucking cunt! Charizard! Come on! Dude, don't faint! What are you doing? He's a grass type, you fuck! Um, so anyway, I um, recently... I'm going started... to give Evie some weed and see what it evolves <laughs> into, man. I'm going to put some weed in my speaker, man. 
one time when I was working at Toys R Us, someone returned a stereo, and inside, the, you know, they have those little holes in stereo sometimes? Oh, yeah. There was a bag of weed in there. Oh, shit. Did you yeah. keep it? Um, we gave it to our manager because we were like, what if we got in trouble? We were like 18. So I was like... Well, enjoy. really? I, would just I think my manager kept it. I would put it in a sandwich and just walked out there, bitch, like nothing's happening. <laughs> I would have been really crafty. You've got a subway. My problem Add was... some oregano. Yeah, my problem, my problem with any sort of drug paraphernalia or anything like that, I always try to sneak it out. <laughs> so, you know, oh, yeah. Matt, you didn't eat your lunch today. Oh, yeah, no, I'm going to... I'm gonna eat that when I get home now. It looks just it instantly looks too eat them, destroy a, the evidence. Is there a plastic bit of is there a bit of plastic with some green in it? No man, no, no, it's lasagna. What is this weed you've got here? It's lasagna. <laughs> it is it is I've made a big plate of lasagna. Couldn't finish it, I'm taking it home. Later guys! Weed shepherd pie. <laughs> it's it's the shepherd's good pie. Um but no, I uh I Pokemon. Pokemon Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. It's uh, it's a really fun game. It's instantly familiar because it's a remake of another game. But at the same time, it's got some it's of the got new, some new stuff, hasn't it? Yeah. You can fly stuff. around the world, can't you? You can. Yeah, you actually fly. Yeah, like Goku, For the first time. In, like Goku and Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, Boot, yeah. Tenkaichi, Free. Yeah, there you go, see? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, My nice. favourite Dragon Ball Z. I'm sure all our listeners know all four of them. <laughs> we got 22 last month. What? What? Oh Why my god! That to you? Competition time! Yeah, and that's after I put that video review up. Oh, no way! Mm. Hey guys, we, we like you. How you doing? <laughs> Send us stuff. Yeah, come talk to us. Anyway, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. Really Comment good. in the description. <laughs> Comment in the description. Subscribe. Yeah. Edit the page. Go for it. Go nuts. Um, Alpha Sapphire. Really good game. Really enjoyed it. Wish I could record some videos and show y'all my Pokemon, but, uh, you should get that mod, the HDMI mod. <laughs> it won't cost as much as the proper mod. I bought a PC Engine online. I told you about this. It was like yeah, 60 yeah, quid. Yeah. yeah, I bought another one like from a UK seller. It was just parts and not working. Yeah. They said the motherboard's fine. There was some soldering work on it, mm. but the motherboard's fine. So I was like, okay, how much? Five pound, bought it, arrived, Sweet. soldered into a mess. So I tried to unsolder it. <laughs> it didn't work. Aww. So that's gone in the bin. Oh. But I only spent a fiver. That's all right. Yeah. PC engine. But um, Alpha Sapphire, I give it a strong. It's going to be another. It's not. You said fuck all about Alpha Sapphire so far. It's a great game. It's Is it as good game. as Pocket Mortys? Yeah, it's better. Because you know what? Wonder Trading. Boom! Mm. This is the greatest thing in the world. Wonder Trading is like gambling if you just don't really care about the odds. Does it have amiibo functionality, that one? I don't think it does, does it? I don't know. How the hell have Nintendo not done Pokemon amiibos? You know what? Like actual 750 Pokemon amiibos. Yeah. Like they do mini ones. They would do you that. You just get them in a thing and you put a fiver in it. they've done amiibo. Lucario, Charizard, Mewtwo, Pikachu. Haven't they? They've done we're all setting, Smash Bros. We're ones. setting a legal precedent now. We've come up with the idea for Pokemon amiibos. You do micro amiibos. You call them micribos. Micribos. They do, they do mini <laughs> shut, shut, Don't ruin this. Micribos or Pokemon amiibo cards. Micaruba. Micaruba. Um, <laughs> That was perfect. I could have played that guy. Um, so you do Microbos or Pokemon Amiibo cards. If that idea is brought into fruition, is it fruition or oh, fruition? Pokemon would be so fucked if they did. Like, imagine if how you broken do that, if, if you do that after this is published, you owe us money. We came up with the idea. That's a theft of an intellectual property. Nintendo, you, you owe us money anyway. Just owe us money, please. Nintendo, give me Mega Man. Oh, Mega Man. I want a Mega Man Amiibo. I want Mega Man. I want the Shovel Knight one. No, give me Shovel Knight. He can have Mega Man. And then Nintendo, I'll trade him. send us a Shovel Knight Amiibo send and I'll amiibos. review it. 
<laughs> We're begging for stuff on our podcast. This isn't entertaining for anyone. Your turn, Ad. Your review. Oh, I give it Brendan Fraser in the in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Your review but is really in depth. It's really good, but which... it's just it's lacking. It's because it's a remake. Like if it was a, a completely new entity, which I'm assuming the X the last is one be... I played was Soul Silver, and that was a remake, and I've loved it, but I've never finished it. I've got X after this one. I've got so many Pokemon I can transfer to it. It's just oh. I've got Pokemon X next, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. No, I'm going to play, um, I've got Tekken 3DS, and I've got... Oh, did I tell you I brought Tamadochi Life? Hell, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a tenner. Oh, that's a good game. Shop 2. That's a stupid game. Do you want, a, do you want one of the codes? What? It's got like a welcome pack code. Is it? Yeah. I think you can download it. Oh my god, guys! Competition time! <laughs> the welcome pack's a demo, you can download it from the store. <laughs> and I don't ruin the competition! <laughs> no one can enter now! Mm. They'll blame you. No one's ever entered any rubber competition. <laughs> they may have done. We just don't pay enough attention. No, oh. guys, love you. So shall I review something? Yeah, sure to. Um, I'm going to review um, Skylanders Trap Team. Oh, which you bought for me last week. Oh. Last week. This is this is a lovely little moment. This is um, one moment behind the scenes of Crit Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. You got me for Christmas. Oh, no, give it a story. Give it, <laughs> give Wait, you bought it, it around. It was in a wrap. Box and I opened the box and there was Skylanders Trap Team in it. But why did I give you Skylanders? Because you thought I'd hate it. <laughs> no, because I bought it for a fiver at some point in oh, the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, and I never opened it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, um, who would like this? I quite like it. <laughs> no, you do. I know it's I quite like it. It's the portal great. glows funny colours when you plug it in. Oh, it does glow different colours. Yeah, it talks. The portal talks. There's a speaker in there. Yeah, that little bit of the thumb. Oh my god. Um, whoever you've got in the trap, they say wacky quips. While you're wandering around, <laughs> I'm losing my shit. The fucking Skylanders. <laughs> Basically, everyone knows Skylanders. You put toys on. No one and you knows play as Skylanders. Toy. No one our age knows Skylanders. Do really? <laughs> Are there a lot yeah. of adults playing? Um, online. Is it like a bunch of people just going like, look, no, it's not online. But um, just quite a decent game. It's got a story. Patrick Warburton's in it, so that's good. Um, TV's the tick. Yeah, the tick. Um. It has like it's like a leveling up structure. Every time you get a Skylander, they can level up to about level fifty, I think it was, and you get skills and powers and stuff. Okay, things like that. Um, but it's kind of like imagine the Lego games with less challenging puzzles. No, like, it's not quite Lloyd. as engaging as the Lego games. It's Christopher but... Lloyd, isn't it? <laughs> Christopher Lloyd, no. Oh. Bill Murray. But um, it's an interesting game. Mm. It's enjoyable, and fun, and inoffensive, and I can kind of see. The figures are just like ways of gating certain areas of the game, but it's not so bad as such. Is it? Is it different figures unlock different areas, or is it different well, types? The of you character? know the big guy I've got the Trapmaster Water one. Yeah. Um, Trapmasters can unlock certain areas in the game, but they're literally like if you're in a level, there'll be a gate, and only that a Trapmaster of that element can open the gate. Okay. And nine times out of ten, it's just one room with a treasure chest in it. Okay. So you're not missing anything. All right. If you want to get 100, percent you need them all. Um, and you'll need the how many types trap are there? figures. There's eight types of character of um, elements. There's nine traps to get because one of them is specifically for the final boss for chaos. Um, Spoilers. He's, he's in all the games. <laughs> he's funny. He's got like a mum complex. Apparently, his mum's in one of the games, like really? putting him down constantly. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so the only things you really need to see everything is one of each trap, which are impossible to get hold of now, yeah. unless you want water and grass ones, but the game comes with water and grass ones. Um, you can set each one of those totem, the trap things, to have a dip. If you've got, you know, if you've got multiple grass ones, you can yeah. set a different character on each one, but it's easy enough to go back to the start of the level and, like, change them on the fly. 
you know, it's easy enough. Um, trap characters have their own little quests in levels, and usually they're just like simple little side bits. So anything that's locked out because you haven't got the Skylander is like the most insignificant stuff you can oh, imagine. Right. So it's not too worried. You can play through the whole game with just the two Skylanders that come in the pack. It's that's worth a, buying the others. That's an incredible change of pace. For but everything that we've experienced recently, I yeah. mean, um, stuff like the iteration of the Lego. You mentioned Lego, the yeah. Lego game, Dimensions. Which is like um, 30 quid for each pack. and It's 70 quid for the game. Yeah. Then an additional 12 to 30 pounds for each pack. Yeah. Which is a whole new level of extortion. But I mean, I understand There why is that level works. packs for Skylanders, Trap Team and all the other Skylanders games as well. Really? But they're like 20 quid and they're like one-off levels, but there's only like three or four in each game. So it's not like an entire world is locked. No. I mean, I have problems really understanding the Disney... Disney Infinity is weird because you can only use certain characters in certain places. Except for the toy box. In the toy, toy yeah, box, you can use anything. Yeah. yeah, but the toy box is a convoluted, horrible mess. Like I played the free-to-play PC version for a bit. Yeah. I was going to do a video, but it's boring as fuck. Um, but the PC version it. was terrible. Like the menus are a nightmare. I'm thinking about buying it and trying it. Mm. I'm thinking about buying an old one for the Xbox One, just giving it a go. Maybe two or one. Try three because you get to play as the um, Star Wars characters, don't you? Yeah, I don't really care though. I just I, I Disney wanna... Infinity. The third one, the combat was done by Ninja Theory. Oh really? Yeah. The guys who play Ninja. Yeah, you can definitely tell when you play it. Wow. Like it definitely has the combo systems and stuff. Ninja Gaiden three was pretty shit though. No, they did um, Enslaved, Odyssey to the West, um, Heavenly Sword, DMC. Oh okay. DMC is I'm going to say it now the best Devil May Cry game. Uh, Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm saying no. Devil May Cry one. I want to piss off people. Best Devil May Cry game. DMC. Dante with black hair is the best version of Dante. I'm just waiting for it to explode. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. But um, Skylanders Trap Team um, on the Wii U, I f- it like it looks really good, but I think they're upscaling a lower resolution. Oh, There's so some anti-aliasing the stuff. 360 one, and then taking. Well, I think they've taken the Xbox One style graphics and like scaled the resolution back a bit because yeah. the Xbox One version looks, you know, in PS4, it looks nice, but it's not as powerful as it could be. Yeah. Um, there's some nice little side things hidden in. There's some 2D platforming sections. Crisp? Yeah, it's it almost. It, let's think, it's not crisp. That's what I mean. The resolution definitely looks lower yeah. than it should be. Because it you looks know, like nice. Mario Kart, it's very. It looks very crisp. It looks almost Mario like. Mario Kart's gorgeous. Poppy, <laughs> sort of artistic. Mario Kart's some sort of miracle. Like, no. No, no, that's not true. It's, I mean, like, when you play Mario Land 3D and stuff like that, yeah. it looks similar. Um, but there's nice little stuff in there. Like, the characters have a little bit of depth, I find, with the way they play. Like, that little shrubbery dude, whatever his name is. Green I forgot his name. In the intro pack. Um, if tomato you miss guy. an opponent with a tomato, um, it will the tomato will grow yeah. a plant, and if you collect that tomato, your next shot will have double the power. Oh, really? So it it pays off it's to be a shit strategy. aim. Yeah, it yeah. pays off to be a terrible aim. Which isn't something you find in kids' games, right? Yeah, often. it's interesting that it's in there. That there's little tiny elements. You, when you upgrade them, like the other guy I've got, he boy I've got him now. Whenever he fires his um, water missile thing, he's got a bow and arrow. Yeah. Um, it fires off little tiny ones that heat seek to the nearest enemies. Oh, okay, so like, so, do, they, do they do stagger? Yeah, they so don't he do, can become like a DPS type character. Yeah. Um, and I've been playing the Spyro a little bit because I brought a Spyro figure because, mm. of course, I did. Um, Spyro Skylar from Swap Force. Um, you can't. The Spyro for this game is a minifigure. So they started doing minifigures. Before, the minifigures would just be companions. Mm. But now you can play as like the baby versions of characters. Yeah. Um, but I've got a proper Spyro from Swap Force. And you can use any figures from the previous ones. Oh, really? But it is making me kind of want to play oh, Skylander so Superchargers. So that's not, from, that's not from Trap Team? No, that's from Super oh, Swap Force. Oh, I did wonder why it looked slightly different. Yeah. Because it's got more D&D base on it. Like a yeah, 20 different bases, die. Yeah. 
But I'm kind of I'm interested in trying Skylanders Superchargers, but I'm also hearing it's the worst one. Yeah, I think um, what I've heard is it's that one, and then the one after that, yeah. and then it's. Did you know the Wii one, the one that Swap Force? If you bought on the Wii, it comes with a download code for the Wii U version. Really? Yeah, apparently. Oh, shit, if I knew that, would have yeah. got you that one. <laughs> well, that the Wii, the Wii version of the Xbox One and the PS4 were all the same price. They're yeah. about twenty quid. But one cool thing as well is when you get Skylander figures, they'll work on any game. It doesn't matter yeah. what format you're playing yeah. it on. It works across different formats. Um, if you've got the mobile phone game, they have a little code that you can use and play on the mobile phone Battlegrounds really? game and all that. Um, there's like a card game they're doing. That's insane. And each of the packs on cards. So well, you the get card a lot of games in that one, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit like there's Hearthstone, like card, but There's like really a card game thing, and there's a lock thing in there that you yeah. can do. But um, it's a I solid-ass game. Right? That goes for... I mean, when I bought it, it was a fiver, but it goes for like 20 quid. Yeah. And it's it's pretty much everywhere. <laughs> It's a like it's a, I'm enjoying it. I'm liking the like the simplicity and the fun of it because I like the Lego games because I like Lego games and my palate cleansers. Like if I've been playing something really in depth for a while and I'm just like I can't play it anymore, I play through a Lego game. What do you do to cleanse your palate after you've been playing Lego Marvel? <sighs> Lego Marvel's <laughs> fucking awesome. It's a massive game. Yeah, I need to finish Lego Batman Three still. I didn't even start that one. Lego Batman 3 is good but it's not Lego Lego Marvel's like a legitimately mm. really good game well Lego Jurassic Park is like the older style Lego yeah. games level by and level stuff good. yeah I need to play that as well um, but no I'm, I'm I'm glad you enjoy it yeah. it was one of those things I wasn't sure it's a thing that I acted with trepidation on yeah. it I've got no real issues up. like other than slight frame rate every now and again but. I think they're definitely pushing it on the Wii U version there mm. Um, Skyland Superchargers though is like the 3DS and the Wii versions are straight up Mario Kart racing games really? yeah which is quite interesting there's no hot though what? because I'm assuming that if you can use all the statues from the previous game you have to have a figure and each figure's got their own car oh right so it's just got a car yeah so does the car's like a bonus thing but I think first of all as well the Wii U and 3DS version of Superchargers Mm. it's like if you've got the car you've got a specific car for that character that's got its own boost okay well if I see if I see any of the other ones I'll let you know but Mm. I mean I'm glad you enjoyed that one it's fun I like it and it talks to me god imagine what you're going to get next year when I find it for a (laughs) five. it's one thing with that is what I keep thinking is that if I had that as a kid that'd be mind blowing like, I would love that shit if they did that with Transformers or He-Man that would have made so much money yeah it would be so awesome I mean NFC chips didn't exist back then but um, apparently Rare wanted to do a similar thing with the N64 apparently I think it was Jet Force Gemini or something they wanted to yeah, do a yeah it wasn't very successful Jet Force Gemini was a cool game yeah but it wasn't very successful yeah um, okay yeah, it's cool I'm glad you enjoyed it. Really glad. Review a thing. My thing. My next thing. I'm going to pour out more I'm going to... Yeah, you need more some whiskey in there. I think I've had enough whis- whisker. Okay, so my next review is going to be Thief for the Xbox One. Well, that included. came out ages ago. Who reviews old games? Well, it was released recently for the Games of Gold. And what I usually do oh. with Games of Gold is to prevent people not downloading them because they don't believe... There's a very good product there. And I know not many people really listen to our opinions and ingest them and use them in the... No one has ever listened to anything I say. Probably not. But um, Thief on the Xbox One, PC and PS4 is a game all about stealing stuff. It is a... Um, it is... Fuck, we got for a long I know, whiskey. I know. <laughs> it's a game that's been around for quite a few years. It started out on PC, went to PS2 and Xbox One... Uh, Xbox 360... No, Xbox and PS2 with Thief 3. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's all about stealing as the title is FIFA on the Xbox is weird because it like barely runs on the machine but yeah. it's quite an interesting game um, but the game used to be about stealing stuff uh, um, amounting money and, and revealing the mystery of what's going on in this semi-mythical semi-factual medieval town yeah it's not cyberpunk it's not steampunk but it's sort of like not it's far off it skirts the line it's yeah. almost it's like it's like a proto-dishonoured yeah but less linear fuck Fine. Dishonored. I've still not played Dishonored. I love it it's a really good game <laughs> Um, but Thief on the Xbox One, a new rebranding, a new trilogy, a new exciting decade for it to inherently uh, build a build some sort of fan base. It's actually awful. It's just yeah. shit. Graphics are crap. Game is crap. Mechanics are crap. Game is crap. It's I've not heard um, sometimes cutscenes just kind of happen, and you're like not in the same location. It's not they? even. It's not even like that. Right. It's it's um, a case of storyline shit. Everything shit. You have to like. <sighs> Isn't it literally like it's not really a stealth game as such? No, not a stealth game. You can just run around. If you get caught by guards, you just run around in a circle. They're gone. Is it um, an open city still? No. It's a closed city, linear path. Um, Fuck that shit. Okay, so so here's an example of game game creation. If you were to play the original Thief games, if you open a drawer and there's six items, what do you expect to happen? You pick the item you want best, I guess. I or, no, you just take all the items. Oh, yeah. You yeah, take sure. the value of the drawer, don't you? <laughs> yeah. But in Thief, on the Xbox One, it's individual items. Hmm. So, what I would have thought they would have done, being the decade we live in and being the games we've already had, take a game like Bioshock. Yeah. Okay, so you loot a person's body, what happens? Um, You can take individual things or press X to take all. Alright, so in Thief... (laughs) Just loot every single individual item. Every single fucking item. You have Uh. to press X... Take it out. There's no menu. You, there's an action where a hand reaches out and takes it and then pulls in. I understand you want a thief game. So what you want to do is adapt it to those ideas, advance Do you think this the plays ma- out like they only watched YouTube videos of the old thief it, games? No, no. It plays out like one person was left and they didn't have time to code a proper game. Yeah. Which is not very good. It's weird though, like. It's free though. Like, do you remember when Deus Ex came out and, like, Deus Ex Human Revolution and everyone was like, oh, they're gonna mess up Deus Ex? Oh, it's my. a fucking good Deus Ex game. Yeah, like, Human Revolution's awesome. Arguably better than Invisible War. Well, the, the difference between Human Revolution and, and Invisible War was. Invisible Whiskey. <laughs> the difference was that Invisible War had a fucking story. Hmm. I like Human Revolution. Like, I think you have to play it for a bit and then restart, so you've got the hang of things. Oh, yeah. Like, the first hour, when you find out you it's pick hard. up a basketball... I, you know the first mission, the first major mission, is you have to rescue people who are trapped in a room, yeah. and there's all sorts of shit that can go down, they can get gassed, they can get killed by the terrorists. You can go through the vent and unlock the door for them on their um, side. I what spent ages looking for as much info as I could in the main base, yeah. and then I got an email saying they've all been gassed to death. And I was I like, that. oh. I did that because I found them. That's what I was going to say. I found the basketball. I didn't even start the level. They were dead. I found the fucking basketball. And you can <laughs> shoot hoops. And I was like, yeah! Uh, I need to like, finish Human Revolution. This is just like Scotty Pippen all over again. Scotty Pippen? Do you want to play NBA, t- NBA Jam? No, never again. Uh, um, but yeah, it's just not a very good game. But it's free. I've, heard, I've not heard much good. Um, Campster, you know, Aaron Signal, he did a video on it. And he's just like, it's not as good. In an odd turn, female the female character you meet at the very beginning of the game, the first yeah. mission, she's super kill crazy. Sweet. Which is the reverse of what it usually is. It's a male character who's super kill crazy and then it's a woman who's very apathetic. But it's not. No, she's just super kill crazy. I give it a very solid... She's your Scully to your molder. Yeah. 
I give it a, I give it a super solid Kellen Lutz. Kellen Lutz. Don't just Kellen Lutz just because I said I think he's alright and stuff. Demon face piece of shit. <laughs> fucking cunt. Shit. It's almost as bad as a, as a Rob Schneider or a. You hear that, Kellen Lutz? Adam Matt's just called you out. Kellen Lutz, I'll fight you. What's Kellen Lutz in this week? Chess. <laughs> Kellen Lutz sounds like. Oh, he wasn't it, um, in 30 Rock. He was supposed to be the cousin of Lutz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, I hate him. Fuck you, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find him. I just put his name. I can't really suppose the name. Anyway. It's spelled C U N T. Cunt. K U N T. No. No, that's too good for him. He can't have an artistic strain on cunt. Review number four. It's for yours, me. yeah, yeah. The Wind Rises by Hayao Miyazaki. Is what the next film by Kellen Lutz is gonna be? No. It's actually gonna be a documentary about how he farts. No. Um The Wind Rises is I'm going to say this from the start I can't decide if it's Miyazaki's best film that's tough because Miyazaki's made a lot of very 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 good films like upper level thing I think this is a film about like a guy who when he's a kid all he wants to do is design airplanes he loves them and he just wants to make airplanes and he starts making airplanes but he's having to make them for war and he'd rather make them for passengers but the only job in Japan in 1930s Japan is making planes for the purpose of fighting a war at some point um, they're trying to make planes they've, they're still making wooden planes at this point and they're trying to make a metal one that can actually withstand the strains of flying around at great speeds and turning and dive bombing and all that sort of stuff um, and there's also a parallel story of a romance going along and in a lot of ways this is Hayao Miyazaki's take on Cinema Paradiso I'm getting arty as shit here for you yeah so I'm bringing it down um, the only thing that really stops it is that it doesn't have the old man third act from Cinema Paradiso yeah, if you watch the cinematic version of Cinema Paradiso oh. the cut down version that missed out most of that third part have any ever seen the director's cut the yeah, director's cut's the one with the hour long old yeah. man part um but it is about like his life leading from about 1918 or 13, I think it was, through to literally when the war ends. Um, but you don't see what happens there. I'd 1972. Say, 1972. Technically the war didn't end until 1989, when they brought down the Berlin Wall. We didn't um, start the fire. But as a, like, as a film, it's fantastic. Absolutely one of the drawn. most... It's also like the, the staging and the scenes. There's a sequence where he's basically flirting with the girl who he loves in this film. And he's doing so by... He's made a paper airplane. He's flown up to the balcony she's on. Mm. And her hat falls off and it falls back down. He tries to catch the hat. And it's like this whole... No dialogue for the whole scene. Yeah. Um, there's a German who's staying at this hotel. Who's like... You find out later has escaped from Germany. He's like a Jewish person. Like Wait. And he's like on the run. From the Germans. You mean George Lucas? No. But um, the it, Japanese are after him. To Papadacy. And, like, they sort of... It gets um, the main character, Jiro uh, Haku, Hakuishi, I can't remember his surname, but Jiro, um, gets him into trouble. The Japanese special police are after him because, apparently, he's been conversing with a German Jew oh, okay. who's escaped the country. Um, that's later on in the film. But the film is just like this beautiful take through various moments of Japan's history leading up to World War Two, mostly leading up to there is a little bit afterwards um, his relationship with a girl that he falls in love with who he first meets on a train one of the best cute meets ever in a film 
I love a good cute meat. Meat um, cute. Meat cute, whatever, cute meat. Anyway. Um, his hat flies off and she catches it as it flies past on the train. And he goes, nice play. Like, you know, as in like, you know, baseball. Um, but she's like 14 in that scene, so that's a bit creepy. But um, that's right in the round 1923, the Great Edo Earthquake, which Kanto Earthquake. Where, like, you know, Kanto got destroyed, like, it got burnt to the ground. Um, the flames stop at her house. It's a nice scene, you see, like, just the whole town's burnt out right up to where her house is. Lovely. Um, I'd say as a companion piece to Grave of the Fireflies, it would work. Um, more as a palate cleanser. I'd say watch it after Grave of the Fireflies. Um, because it's a bit lighter, but it is still really fucking sad. Was the spirits of. Well, spirited away. Yeah, that's a brilliant that's, that's fantasy. Oh yeah, but you but I'm it saying, to contrast. But Grave of the Fireflies is about J- um, Japan in World War Two and the aftermath of the fire bombings. Um, this is about what led up to it and a different side of it. Because he is making the planes that would eventually become the suicide bomber planes, the Zero Fighters. Okay. Um, this one point where he's like, I need to make the plane lighter. He's given a seminar to the other people there. And he says, the only way I can think of making the planes lighter is if we took out the guns, as a joke. And like everyone's like, ha ha, take out the guns. It's like, nah, nah, they took out the guns in the end. Um, yeah, and he keeps having... A bunch of bombs. Yeah, but Miyazaki, he grew up in a family who built the, um, I think it was the engines or the propellers and stuff for the Zero Fighters. Really? Miyazaki um, Air Industries was a company that made Zero Fighter planes Holy and parts shit. of it. And he was a pacifist as a kid. He, wouldn't, he still is, but he wouldn't have anything to do with all the war stuff. He always thought it was Japan basically trying to be a, you know, a big burly push their child. Out, yeah. yeah, pushing their chest out and stuff, like trying to be bigger than they are. And all his films have a flying sequence, every single one of his films, and this is about flight, more so than even Porco Rosso. Um, more so than freaking Laputo, which had a whole city floating in the sky. But it is beautiful, absolutely superb film. It's the most Miyazaki film. It doesn't have any pigs in it. He tends to have pigs in his films. This yeah. one doesn't have any pigs. Um, there's some oxen the there's some oxen but there's no pigs um, but yeah I'd, I'd argue it's his best directed film I don't know if it's my favourite because Kiki's Delivery Service I fucking love and My Neighbour Totoro that's why I have very faded prints of them on my wall and a photo of Miyazaki um, but yeah which I've seen many times good old Miyazaki Ponyo nice chap he's got a, they asked him for a quote and he gave him a line from Ponyo um yeah. yeah, I don't think that was taken from his lips about himself. I no. think that was just <laughs> that was just an interview about just, Ponyo. Yeah, I will always always love Ponyo, whether she's a fish, a human, or in between. Yeah, that's good about I identity. Just, I just like Ponyo. But um, the Wind Rises. If this genuinely is Miyazaki's last film, and I, I kind of think for once he means it. I don't. It's but you have to watch it. It yeah. feels like a farewell. It feels like him going. This is the last of what I have to tell you. Um, excellent film. Yeah, but there are a few films that he's done that feel like it's his last film. Like, Kiki's Delivery Service felt like a goodbye to the childish things that he knew before. He's never done with kids stuff. You no. have to watch it. This is about him. It's about loss and losing out on things that you remember and things like that. The film is beautiful. That's Absolutely awesome. superb. Um, yeah. Probably one of the best animated films ever made. <laughs> I'm gonna Great review. Fucking superb film. Watch really, it. Really good. Um, okay. I'm going to drink this water's a whiskey. Uh, it is label number five. I'm gonna drink the rest of this. This label number five. It's really smooth whiskey. It is ridiculous how easy it is to drink. It yeah. is quite possibly the quintessential Scotch 
blended whiskey for sponsorship. Thumbscribe for level if, five whiskey. If at any point you're looking for a fun time with friends, but at the same time you like the taste sensation that comes along with a cask-based whiskey with a great, great heritage, then you're looking at label Snort number five. Coke. Snort cocaine. And then touch my penis, sniff it off my boner, you gentle angel, you developing equestrian beauty. I'm talking about horses. This is Zoo, the commentary track for Zoo, the documentary of a man who loves to fuck horses. Um, my last review. God, what the fuck have I done this week? Um, I don't really have much to talk about beyond what I've already talked about, but I'm still going to have a look at my notes. Could you review Pocket Mortys? I could. We could talk about Pocket Mortys, which is... You gotta review Pocket Mortys, Mortys. There's too many Mortys out there. I'm not gonna do an... I'm not gonna even try and do a Rick and Morty accent because I just... <laughs> oh, Rick, I don't know about this. I am... Finally, I'm gonna review another film. Um, uh, it's a bit controversial after our statements about whitewashing of the Oscars, but... <laughs> you know, who gives a fuck? Who's gonna control us? We don't have a producer. We've got us... With a renegade bitches that live on the outskirts of podcasting. Back one skin like a renegade bastard. <laughs> the ill behaviour. Um, I'm going to review The Big Short, which mm. is a good film written by Aaron Sorkin, directed by... Um, oh, it's good to hear Aaron Sorkin. Adam McKay. Adam McKay from Anchorman fame and yeah. Anchorman 2. <laughs> um, so The Big Short is the story of a bunch of people that were smart enough to see that there was going to be a crash in the housing market and in realtors and just in general really so they uh, they bet against it they bet against the real estate market in the US and they won a very large sum of money doing so by buying a specific type of debt and buying was consolidation of the debt it was written by Aaron Sorkin yeah was it he's not credited as a writer yeah Should the be. big short yeah Aaron Sorkin the big short Steve Carell won yeah Adam McKay writers Christoph Randolph Adam McKay and others it says oh yeah I thought it was written by Aaron Sorkin as far as no. I knew it was written by Aaron Sorkin no it's not Adam McKay and Chris Ra- Charles Randolph okay well I'm, I'm going to stop saying Aaron Sorkin because we're in we are we're just giving him free advertising at this point but anyway it's a fantastic film about those yeah, people and it's the twice. characters that saw it happening and in some cases what they had to fight against to make the money that they had always planned to make from the crisis I say always, I say up to, it's it's like a two-year process for them to make this money. So they fight against a lot of people that are saying, sell these shares that are the maximum they're ever going to be. Um, and it turns out that's not the case. They go quite high. Oh, no, it's a very good film. It's very tense. One thing that I will say is that uh, they treat their audience with a bit too much... Um, respect, fuck the audience. No, no, there's almost <laughs> zero respect for the audience. They, yeah. they treat them with too much... Kid gloves. Yeah, they treat them with kid gloves. Let's use that term. There are at least two scenes that I can remember in which it cuts to a celebrity playing poker or describing the situation in a way that's meant to be a simplified version of what actually happens. And at one point, this is no fucking, no fucking word of a lie. Cuts to Selena Gomez playing poker. Selena Gomez. An allergy, an, an <laughs> analogy. Analogy for the housing crisis and one particular facet of the crisis that causes a massive crash. And She's never experienced the housing crisis. <laughs> um, it's fucking stupid but it's stupid in a way that for some people I feel would be like <laughs> of course some people need this to understand what's happening and then it, other people will be like well you're really just kind of demeaning me right now mm. this doesn't seem like you're nurturing my intelligence in what you're trying to tell me it seems like you're 
diminishing the value of my intelligence and telling me that I'm an idiot for not knowing that you were selling loans at a consolidated rate and then betting against them. Great. Fantastic. I just did it in two sentences what you took, two scenes, another, another superfluous scene to explain to people. It's ridiculous. Um, but all in all, the film, the film is enjoyable. Very enjoyable. And I give it a solid Will Smith in The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. After his dad walks away, there's a little like, bit. No, 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 no. That's, that's I was about to shot. I was about to say, there's a little bit of depth in there. Sometimes it deals with major issues, but for the most part, it's a very light, breezy comedy that you can watch at six o'clock in the evening, and you won't really have any trouble letting your kids watch it as well. And they'll probably enjoy it, regardless of the age. It's a, just one of those middle grounds. I wish that it embraced its intelligence more. Films like Moneyball didn't really hold your hand, but you followed the plot very well. You understood that statistics were the basis for the choosing of players, and you understood that banking on certain aspects of your game would be more beneficial than just hiring people based on a feeling. Obviously, the script in this doesn't really feel that way about your mind, but that's saying more about the script writers than you. That's my last review. This has been Crit Apocalypse, episode 33. What are you talking about? The Big Short. The Big Short. Um, This has been episode 33 or 34. I can't really remember anymore. We've been drinking whiskey. It's been label number five. It's fantastic whiskey. I really recommend it. I hope they support us because if they give us free bottles and we can drink more of it and then this can be an even more incoherent mess. Who knows what will happen? Yep, absolutely. Now, I'm going to go get viciously beaten and sexually abused. I hope you all have a good evening. Remember to follow, like, subscribe, comment, whatever you feel like saying to us. Abuse us in your deepest, darkest possible way. Gamergators, we've hated you for so long. Sexist, we've also hated you for so long. And do you hate anyone? Hate is a strong word. Hate leads to anger. Anger leads to suffering, and suffering leads to the dark. Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I understand. Completely. I absolutely understand. You as well. Leads to a homeless person pretending to be Anakin Skywalker. Anyway, so this has been Crit Apocalypse. Again, like, follow, subscribe, comment, tell us what you feel, tell us what you think. If there's anything you think we should subscribe or listen to or enjoy, then tell us and we'll probably ignore your opinion, but we'll try our best to pretend we care. Um, if you want to follow me, I am at Crit Apocalypse or at Cinema Again. If you need the spelling for those, they'll be on the YouTube channel. And what is your stuffs? At LV54 Space Monkey, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. And Mellow Gaming on YouTube. And Mellow Gaming on YouTube. Fantastic channel if ever you want something nice and chillaxing to listen to whilst you are hungover, lying in bed with your phone pressed so close to your eyes, you can barely see the pixels apart from each other. Then check out Mellow Gaming because it talks about stuffs. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, link my bunghole. As John Travolta says in every film. <laughs> link my bunghole! John Travolta says to his massage. Oh, fuck Bye. You said that to a masseuse once. Yeah. <laughs> Lick my bunghole whilst I touch yours delicately. Controversial. Controversial? No, it's just the truth.